0: Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Hi, it's time for us to talk tech on Tech Talk on Africa Tech Radio. My name is Lillian and you are listening to, of course, I just said it, Tech Talk. It's time for us to tell you about the top stories of the previous week, the top stories of the week. And I'm going to be starting with this one concerning AI because AI is the buzz of the now. So, Fact Check Africa, which is a project by the Brain Builders Youth Development Initiative, Also called BBYDI, has developed an AI-powered tool called My AI Fact Check. And this tool was developed to combat fake news in in Nigeria. Now the tool combines artificial intelligence and reputable news sources to verify claims. And users can impute a claim, and the AI engine will check the internet and news outlets to assess the validity of that claim and it will provide a clear verdict. Hmm. I'll just say. That this one is exciting. I love it. I'm for it because... Internet and fake news are five and six. This tool is available on a user-friendly web application and is designed to promote fact-checking transparency. Now, Fact Check Africa is also dedicated to... You know, accessibility, planning to use radio programs to reach millions of people, build USSD code solutions, provide a toll-free number for fact-checking through calls. Like, they are going all out. And the tool is available in five languages, including English, Hausa, Yoruba, Igbo, and French. This is to ensure broad accessibility. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that this is happening. And, like I said, I am for it. Meanwhile, Bolt, of course, you know Bolt now. The ride hailing company has faced strong disapproval from cab hailing at drivers in Lagos regarding its newly launched driver hub in Lekki, Nigeria. Yeah, so drivers have criticized the initiative and they claim that it is an attempt to divide and deal with drivers individually. And to- they said it totally goes against the spirit of collective bargaining. Now, both established the driver engagement hub to enhance its driver partners' experiences in Lagos. That is what they said. They said that the hub is is designed to offer improved driver support, effective communication channels, training opportunities, issues, resolution, driver appreciation, and so much more. However, drivers have voiced concerns that Bolt is trying to engage with drivers on an individual basis rather than collectively, which they believe is a strategy to prevent them from organizing as a unified force. Now, drivers are calling for the right to engage in collective bargaining with ride-hailing companies. Mm -hmm. Let's see how that goes. Meanwhile, the Goteng Department of Health has confirmed the arrest of a notorious fake TikTok doctor. He's known as Dr. Matthew Lani, who had been impersonating the qualified medical doctor on their social media platform. Now, Lani was apprehended at the main entrance of Helen Hospital, uh, Helen Joseph Hospital in Johannesburg. Now, what happened was that he used these hospitals as a backdrop for misleading videos, offering medical advice, like someone who is not a medical doctor is offering medical advice. His online persona had garnered nearly 300,000 followers and 3 million likes over several months. So, people started raising concerns about his qualifications about three weeks ago, and that led to health professionals... Council of South Africa confirming that. See this guy well he's not a registered health practitioner and he's practicing without a valid license and this is actually a criminal offense. So the University of Wait Water also disputed claims made on Lanny's LinkedIn profile stating that he had studied medicine at the institution from 2014 to 2021. The university said see we don't even offer that thing that he claimed that he studied. The young man, Lani, now faces allegations on practicing without a license and utilizing the identity of a second-year medical intern at Tembisa Provisional Hospital to gain unauthorized access to medical facilities. Hmm, 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 See you. Everywhere is taking advice, advice, advice. I just want to point out something that. No matter your ideology, no matter your school of thought, there's always someone that's going to come and corroborate it or, or give credence to it. You might think that, oh, because of this person is lending a voice to what I'm thinking it is right, I'm just gonna tell you that it's wrong. Wrong is wrong even many even if many people are saying it's right, and right is right even if many people are saying it's wrong. So just be careful what kind of information you're digesting when you are online, okay? Pico be. I'm begging you. Moving down to Nigeria, the Nigerian Railway Corporation is set to launch an e ticketing system for its standard gauge network starting on November 1. What this means is that they want to modernize and streamline rail transportation in Nigeria. And this e ticketing system is designed to improve the efficiency and integrity of the railway system to reduce potential for corruption and revenue leakages. Everything that you do be online will track every money that comes in, and they'll go to one source. Nobody can say, you know what? Just give me cash. Give me. Ca- Let's do e-ticket instead. And it's going to start from the Abuja Kaduna route which offer passengers the convenience of purchasing tickets online at least 48 hours before their planned departure, which is, um, I really love this because I don't like to go and stand, queue, buy tickets for anything, right? If I'm traveling by bus, I'm booking my seats two days before. If I'm traveling by air, I'm booking my seats two days before. And why wouldn't I do that for tickets, right? Oh, I love this and I hope that it doesn't crash land. Well, that is not all. The NRC has also taken disciplinary action against staff members who are caught collecting fares for train in Ibadan on the legacy ibadan standard gauge. And these actions are in line with their rules, you know, to serve as a deterrent to other staff members. So, fingers crossed, I hope this works. Now, let us still stay in Nigeria and tell you about Patricia. Patricia was in the news recently, and they were in the news for some reasons. They had a sort of hiccup, right? And after that, I, I told you last week that they said that they're going to pay all their customers and that they have set up a partnership with DLM Trust. But during the week, that partnership fell through, right? That partnership fell through. But then they announced that DLM Trust has suddenly decided to terminate the partnership without prior notice. And the cryptocurrency company maintained that it is observed all due processes, including fulfilling their financial commitments to consummate the contractual agreement. And that they are really shocked that not only have DLM trustees chosen to renege on the agreement, but that they even failed to notice issue a notice of, of or extend the basic courtesy of prior discussion. This is what they're saying. I'm reading it And they said this is in stark disregard for the clearly spelled termination clause in their contract. However, they're saying that they will go ahead with their payment plan regardless of DLM trust reneging on that deal. So let's look at that and hope that works. And since we're on the topic of Nigeria, recently uh, there was this news about Fidelity Bank uh, stopping transfers to some platforms, right? But now um, they, have, they have taken a U-turn. They have reinstated customer transfers to neo banks such as Money, Point, Poundpay and Kuda after they blocked them due to concerns about rising fraud and customer verification. Now, these new banks have become increasingly popular in Nigeria. They offer almost instant transaction speeds and lower fees, and it's actually a threat to traditional banks. Well, the decision to block transfer to these banks electric revenue losses for Fidelity Bank because when I saw this I was like oh prepared to lose some money <laughs> because it's impacted transaction fees. If I want to transfer something to my boat driver and he's using OP and I'm using Fidelity Bank I'll have to transfer to another bank first before I can transfer or, or something like that. You get I have to transfer to another bank before I can transfer to OP or KUDA or Money Point I mean, the next time that someone asks me for my account number, I'm not going to give you my Fidelity account number. Come on. So the restoration of transfers, um, follow discussions with new banks and an expression of displeasure because this uh, Nigerian Inter- Interbank Settlement System said, you know, I don't like this. Fidelity had to, um, you know, renege on their decision. That is a good one, by the way. Where is my transport? Where is my transport? I'm asking you a question. That is actually a company. It's a South African mobility startup. They're closing down after failing to secure new funding. And the company, founded in 2016, had raised over $27 million in funding and employed 140 people. Where is my transport? It focused on mapping both formal and informal public transport networks to enhance the public transportation system experience. It also provided data to governments. The startup's data was used by clients like World Bank to analyze access to job opportunities through public transport in various cities. Now, despite its promising mission and significant funding, the inability to raise additional capital led to the shutdown. Too bad, a lot of tech companies are shutting down, but more are springing up. We're rooting for them. You're listening to Tech Talk, and I've been giving you the news in tech, okay? What has been happening in tech the past week anyway kenya has introduced something that's really interesting they introduced two locally assembled smartphones neon smarter and neon ultra and these phones are available for customers at a retail price of 50 kenyan shillings and i uh, feel 50 dollars i beg your pardon now these smartphones are as a result of a joint venture between Safaricom and Fabia. They assembled this phone by the East Africa Device Assembly Kenya Limited and a production of volume of approximately 21,000 phones per month. Now, the smartphones are part of the Kenyan government's digital literacy program, which aims to provide digital inclusion and training. And these devices offer affordable options for Kenyan consumers and it promotes digital transformation in the country. Yeah, This is like very cheap phones. And still telling you what's happening around uh, the world in tech, Canada has banned the use of the Chinese-owned app, WeChat, on government devices. Now, the move comes due to concerns about the app's potential security risks and its potential use for espionage. Now, WeChat is often referred to as the everything app because it combines features of various social media and communication platforms. While it is widely popular in China and amongst the Chinese diaspora, it has raised concerns in Western governments. However, there are no evidence that the government information has been compromised through WeChat. And Canada also is taking action against Russia-based cybersecurity company Kaspersky. <laughs> well, let's see how that goes. Meanwhile, Facebook and Instagram are introducing ad-free subscriptions in most of Europe for €9.99 Euros per month. This new subscription service is um, aimed at addressing concerns related to privacy and data protection. Rather than generating revenue, it will allow users to opt out of targeted ads on the platform. Initially, this subscription option will only be available to users between the age of 18 and above. However, the company is exploring ways to serve ads to younger users while complying with European Regulations. Now, users in the UK will not have access to this subscription service. The move comes after Meta, formerly Facebook, faced a non- 390 million euros fine in January for violating EU data rules related to ads. The regulator criticized the company for forcing consent by making users accept data usage terms. So starting in March 2024, additional fees will uh, be charged for each extra account a user has on Facebook and Instagram. And this is applicable to users with multiple accounts, like business accounts and personal accounts. Also, users who subscribe through iOS and Android apps will incur an extra £3 per month due to platform fees, which can be avoided by subscribing through Facebook and Instagram websites. Other social media platforms, including Elon Musk's former Twitter, that's the X, have introduced ad-free pl- premium services. Now, TikTok is also testing a monthly ad-free subscription price at four ninety-nine dollars and these platforms want to provide users with options to enhance their experience and offer alternatives to ad-supported use. Let's talk about what UK's global leader uh, Rishi Sunak discussed uh, concerning AI. Now, he has talked about the various risks associated with AI, including cyber attacks, fraud and child sexual abuse. And he mentioned that the government report on AI, which outlines the risks posed by AI technology. One of the risks highlighted in the report was the potential use of the AI by terrorist groups to spread fear and disruption on a larger scale. Now, Sunak stressed... That mitigating the risk of human extinction from AI should be a global priority. But he also noted that this is not a current cause for alarm, but it might be a cause for alarm in the future. Now, the Prime Minister emphasises optimism about the positive impact of AI. Yes, AI has some good sides, but the bad sides are going to come up, right? He also acknowledged that AI is already disrupting the job market. With automation taking over tasks traditionally carried out by employees, he suggested that education is key to preparing individuals for the changing job market and encourage the public to view AI as a co-pilot in their work rather than threat to their jobs. And that's it about that on uh, the news in tech this week. Okay, that's the previous week. I hope that you've, um, you're have up to date with the information in the world of tech and I will bring this again to you next week, Tuesday. My name is Lillian and you're listening to Africa Tech Radio. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.